Huddling Up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. The White County Warriorettes prepare for a semifinal showdown with Livingston Academy. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles will play for the District 6-1A Championship while the season closes for several Upper Cumberland teams. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. The high school basketball postseason is underway. Good morning from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. Tom Duggan for the high school playbook as we'll take a look at some scores from uh, district tournaments around the region. And uh, we'll get some coaches' insights, some player insights, and much more. And uh, all that during the course of the next 60 minutes. But as we get started this morning, let's do a scoreboard update. We'll go through all the district tournaments involving local teams. First in District 6-1A in girls' action, Whitwell knocked off Pittsburgh and South Pittsburgh in the 2-3 matchup, 54-34. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles will meet Whitwell tonight at 6 o'clock in the championship game of the 6-1A tournament that's being held at South Pittsburgh High School. Van Buren County, the number one seed, will talk to Coach Tyler Sapp a little later in the program. On the boys' side, South Pittsburgh beat Whitwell in the 2-3 matchup, 56-32. Van Buren County boys, the number one seed, will take on South Pittsburgh tonight at 7.30. That game as well at South Pittsburgh High School. Over in District 7, 1A, semifinal round or quarterfinal round action, I should say, on Friday night. Clay County, the top seed down Red Boiling Springs, 51 to 47. Number two seed Pickett County over number three seed Clark Range, 70 to 63. That sets up the championship consolation games for Monday. Clark Range and Red Boiling Springs in the consolation. Clay County and Pickett County in the championship game. Those will be Monday night, 6 and 7.30 at Jackson County High School. On the boys' side, quarterfinals will be played tonight. Top seed Clay County will go up against Red Boiling Springs at 6 o'clock. Gordonsville and Pickett County do battle at 7.30. Those games at Jackson County High School, their championship and consolation games coming up on Monday. District 5-2A girls in uh, semifinal action last night. It was York Institute over Jackson County, 58-19, while Monterey upended number two seed Sequatchie County, 44-37. The third-seeded Monterey Lady Wildcats will meet top-seeded York Institute for the championship Monday night at Monterey High School. Sequatchie County and Jackson County will play at 6 o'clock in the consolation game. On the boys' side, the uh, semifinal rounds tonight with York Institute battling Sequatchie County, Jackson County at Monterey. Those games at Monterey High School, 6 and 7.30 later on tonight. In 7-3A, on the uh, girls' side of things, they will be in action this evening after the weather uh, forced a postponement on Friday, shifted everything, and the girls' matchups in the uh, the semifinal rounds tonight will be second-seeded Upperman, third-seeded Cumberland County at 7 o'clock. Top-seeded Livingston Academy will take on fourth-seeded White County. That game at 8.30, we'll talk to Coach Michael Dodgett coming up a little later on in the program. On the boys' side of things, the uh, semi, the quarterfinal round, I should say, last night, second-seeded Livingston, a winner over Macon County, 70-39. Third-seeded Upperman knocked out Cumberland County. 52-41. to 41. We'll talk to Coach Taylor Denny later in the program. White County eliminates DeKalb County, 93-75. We'll also talk with DeKalb County head basketball coach Joey Agee 
coming up later in the program. Semifinals set up for Tuesday will be Livingston and Upperman. Stone Memorial takes on White County, those games at Stone Memorial High School. District 6-4A actually wrapped up last night. The Warren County Lady Pioneers dropped the championship game to second-seeded Coffee County. 46 to 43, they'll go into their region tournament as the number two seed. Boys championship consolation games tonight. Warren County will battle Franklin County at Coffee County High School in the boys championship that tonight at 7:30 in District 9-4A. They will play semifinals tonight, uh, starting actually today at 2 p.m. Lebanon and Green Hill on the girls' side will have the first game at 2 o'clock. Then it's Lebanon boys against Cookville. That game at 3.30. The 5 o'clock game will be the Cookville Lady Cavaliers in Mount Juliet. And then the boys' championship will be the last game of the evening. Green Hill will take on Wilson Central. So that gets you caught up on all the tournament brackets, a lot of action, a lot to talk about. And we're going to start out talking some Stone Memorial girls basketball this morning. Coach Mike Buck joining us here on the high school playbook with several of his players. Coach, they look a little nervous. Are they are they nervous this morning? I think they are. I think they're uh... Yeah, this is a different look for them. We, yeah. we try to get the breakfast earlier than we were able to this morning, kind of get them warmed up right, a little bit. Right, right. Need some uh, drinks. I think we missed the drinks back there. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this is this is cool. cool. Cool to see them in this environment. Well, it's good to have you all with us this morning. And, uh, Coach, I know the season didn't end the way you wanted it to, but uh, you fought, you battled. Every night you play a 7-3A game is, uh, is a tough, tough environment, I know. But uh, how proud are you of this team and what they've been able to accomplish this year? Yeah, I'm really proud of we, we uh, our last game there at Cumberland County, we we uh, we played really good, really hard, competed the whole time. Actually, the last several games, our, um, our Livingston game, we also played really well at Livingston, which is a tough place to play as well. So, um, yeah, I'm really proud of them. They grew a lot this year, learned a lot of lessons, um, um, and they're just fantastic kids. And, and uh, the more you get to you know, hang out with them, the better person you you become. So, um, I appreciate them for that. But um, yeah, it it, uh, it was a tough year. You know, we uh, did, we went back and did the uh, the win loss percentage. I guess the uh, on Coach T they do the uh, your opponent's winning percentage, and and uh, uh, we had the uh, fifth most difficult schedule in the in the entire state in wow. all classifications in girls basketball. So only four teams had a higher opponents had a higher winning percentage than ours. So um, that that just means that you know you're gonna you're gonna have to. Uh, grow up quickly, and, and these guys have got a, uh, a a great picture of really what what um, the top level of high school basketball is in Tennessee. So uh, this off season, uh, everything that they do, all their work uh, needs to be focused in on becoming, you know, getting into that class right. uh, that that we got to see this past year. And Coach, you've been to the state tournament, so you you know what it takes to get there. What what do you think feel like the next step is for this team to to make the mark and head in that direction? Well, I really think we're really close. I've told all the girls that I think we're we are really close. And I've told them from day one that um, that that it's going to be a and we have that little deal up there uh, hashtag great great days ahead. And I really think that that's true with these girls. Um, um, you know, we we each have, you know, just a few little fixes in our game. Um, that if we if we do that and work on that in this off season, and we come back and bring the mentality that we had, uh, you know, in the last couple of games here, especially and more than that, just the last couple. But uh, you know, it's, you know, it's kind of scattered throughout the season with that mindset of toughness and all. Um, then then we we will put ourselves in a position to even in this league uh, to be able to to you know to get out in advance. I really I really believe that with all my heart. We've got four players here with us this morning, and we're going to get them on the microphone. We'll start with uh, Kaylee Waldo, the uh, junior for the team. And uh, Kaylee, what's this season been like for you personally? 
Well, this season's been different because we've like had a, like we had to learn a lot and go through a lot of stuff, but I feel like we've got better as it's went on. What do you feel like you've improved most in your game over the course of the season? I feel like at the beginning I like wasn't doing like what I needed to do for the team. Like I need to be tough and like be more of a leader and like aggressive and I feel like as it's went on I've got better at that. You're one of the players that I heard other teams talk about when they talked about playing Stone. The matchup was tough matching up with Kaylee. Did you feel like that some teams were putting special emphasis on defending you in particular? I feel like some teams doubled down more on me and Courtney and like made our guards have to take more shots than others. So just a little bit tougher having more players doubling down on you. Does that, that make it tougher night in and night out? Yeah, a little bit. Going into next year, what what do you want to see improve in your game overall? Uh, I need to be able to finish better and like be able to score more outside than just in the paint. Do you see your, this team taking a big step next year, knowing what you've been through this year, playing a lot of tough games? You you see a big step forward next year? Yeah, I think we'll be a lot better next year if we continue to grow as a team. All right. Kaylee Waldo, our guest here on the High School Playbook. We'll go to Addison Howard next. And uh, Addison, uh, being the point guard on this team, that's a tough, tough duty. What do you enjoy most about being point guard? Man, I just like uh, uh, leading the team. Like All the girls around me are just so great, and I know that they have my back when we go into the game, and I know they'll come help me with the ball and all this stuff. It's just so fun playing with these girls. Now, you mentioned being a leader, and you're the floor general being the point guard when you're out there, obviously, but you're a sophomore. Do you look at yourself as a team leader on top of that? Yeah, I'd like to say that I am. I try to set a good example for like even the freshmen even though I'm just a year older <coughs> excuse me like I just like want to be an example for them like put in the work outside of like off season I want them to know what the work should look like and just be a good example for them what do you feel like will be the main point of emphasis in the off season work leading into next year uh, I feel like the whole team just has to put in the work and make sure it's game lock and just hit it real hard all off season. If there's one area you feel like you really need to improve in most, maybe what would that be? Probably my shooting. That's something you're going to work work on throughout the off season. Yes, I've already started. Yes, already started. Yeah. All right, well that's good. Uh, off season's underway. Can't get yeah. to work too soon, eh? right? Yep. All right, we'll go next to Lily Hinch and. Uh, uh, Lily's got the giggles this morning. <laughs> uh, Lily, talk about your role on the team and uh, what uh, what you feel like you need to do to make yourself better before next season. Um, I really think that me and Courtney Hedrick are definitely the vocal leaders on the team. We definitely get everybody talking. I feel like we talk the most, especially in practice, even if it isn't about basketball. But um, <laughs> So you're talking about things in practice that aren't basketball? Uh, behind Coach Buck's back sometimes. Okay. Well, he's here and he's looking at you right now. I don't know if that's going to go over from here on out, though, right? May not, but hopefully. <laughs> when you're off the court and away from basketball, you talk about things like that. What What do you all like to do together? Uh, we we spend literally. I feel like we spend literally 24 seven together. We <laughs> hang out in the locker room a lot by ourselves. Sometimes, even during class, we'll just go down there and meet up. So we're literally always together. And if we're not at school or like at the gym, we just text each other and hang out anyway. So just, just you're always together. How does that help you on the court having such a good friendship and camaraderie off the court? I feel like it definitely helps us because like uh, I feel like we can kind of read each other's minds sometimes and like we know where we need to be on the court at all times is that so. a scary thing sometimes reading each other's minds <laughs> not for us maybe for coach buck but not for us 
What do you feel like your individual game you want to see yourself improve before next season? Um, I definitely need to work on like ball handling, like handling the ball and stuff and driving to the rim and stuff like that. But I feel like I feel like um, I need to improve. I'm I'm a shooter really, but I feel like I need to improve on that still cuz you can never be perfect so absolutely you can always get better that's what they say all right lily hinch joining us courtney hedrick our final stone memorial lady panther this morning and uh courtney talk about what your role has been on this team this year are you kind of she mentioned you being one of the leaders have you embraced the leadership role um yeah i like to say i have i'm more of a vocal leader so you like yelling at other players well not not lily raised her hand she does so she's the yeller you're not so much right no i kind of have to calm lily down sometimes in practice (laughs) whenever she gets too wild she gets a little too does it carry over in the game sometimes yeah it does carry over in the game her and Paige. (laughs) what do you think you've gotten most out of this season whether it be a part of your game or just something you know related to you personally well honestly i feel like as a team we've grown way closer throughout the season like because sometimes losing isn't good, but sometimes it's good for your team chemistry right. just to grow together. You've had some bumps, obviously, this year in a good, good district. How do you feel like that's helped you all as a team? Well, sometimes we get mad at each other, but we kind of <laughs> we kind of learn to just grow through it and just to play together and know that we have to do what we can individually to win and together as a team. And I'll ask you the same question. What do you see yourself doing to help develop your game before next season? Um, I need to get better at finishing and faking one, making one, (laughs) and uh, driving and my shooting percentage. So So a little bit of everything. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies, good luck. Thank you for joining us this morning. We wish you the best in the upcoming season. Coach Buck, we'll come back to you for a question or two. And uh, a great group. Look like they have a lot of fun off and on the court. Yeah, they really do. They're, they're keeping me young. It's old dude. They're keeping me young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that helps a whole lot. Coach, when people look back on this team, what do you think they'll remember most about this year's edition of the Lady Panthers? Um, I'm really, it's a great group of guys, and the uh, community has, uh, you know, embraced them, you know, and, and has started to, uh, you know, appreciate, you know, where we start is not nearly as important as where we finish right. and so the hard work that you just talked about then you know we got from each one of them they're all focused they're all going to be getting better uh, but i really f- feel like our community has has recognized that you know it's it's a it's a group of young guys who who are working hard and and are getting better i i, I kept every you know about every game i had coaches and parents and and fans in the community come to me and say you know that you know they're getting better you know just keep keep grinding keep getting after it. they're they're they are getting better and so um, there are some really wonderful days ahead for these guys. I, I, I truly believe that they, they, um, you know, they're learning the lessons. You know that um, you know that you have to learn in order for you to be able to really grow and, and achieve greatness. You got to understand what what struggle looks like and feels like. And so, um, you know, we've 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 had that, and and uh, um, you know, and I know that they're focused on on each other and getting better. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a fun time, you know, back at Stone Memorial on, on the girls' side here real soon. I think it will be next year. A lot of uh, a lot of growth this season. I think next year will be a very exciting year. Yep. Coach Mike Buck, Addison Howard, Lily Hinch, Courtney Hedrick, Kaylee Waldo, all our guests this morning from Stone Memorial. Coach, thank you so much for joining us today and looking forward to the season ahead. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll talk some DeKalb County Tiger basketball with Coach Joey Agee. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. 
Buffaloes and Blue Devils and Bulldogs. We've got your team covered. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Season came to a close for the DeKalb County Tigers on Friday night as they travel over to Sparta to take on White County in the quarterfinal round of the District 7-3A tournament. DeKalb County on the short end of a 93-75 shootout. Coach Joey Agee of the DeKalb County Tigers joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, when you get into tournament play, you know, some of these games it's one and done, and such was the case on Friday night. How difficult was it to have the season come to an end last night? Yeah, it's uh, it's always hard when you, uh, especially those senior guys, uh, you know, I hate it. They didn't uh, ever get the experience of getting out of the district tournament uh, the whole time they've been in high school. And, you know, that was, you know, kind of our goal was just to get out of the district, you know, this year and just see what happens from that point. But we put ourselves in a hole early um, this year in the district play and kind of got ourselves in a bad situation as far as seeding goes. But, uh, yeah, give it to uh, – you have to give props to White County. They played really well last night. And, we just come up a little short. Coach, that White County team it looks to me on paper and having seen them in person a couple of times like a, a team that could really make some noise in the postseason. They've kind of gone under the radar a little bit. Do you see them being a big threat in this tournament, maybe on down the road? Yeah, you know, I expect them. Uh, you know, they preseason, they were picked to win our district. Um, and then, you know, they just struggled a little earlier this year and, uh, but they've really put it together, it seems like, after Christmas. And I don't know what they do against everybody else. And, man, they can flat out shoot it against us. The last two times we've played them at their place, they've hit 12 threes each game. Uh, you know, they just got weapons. And they're really physical. Uh, their point guard, uh, Trip Pinion, he's really, uh, I think, the catalyst for that team. He's a tough kid. Uh, he can just drive the ball really hard. He, he doesn't get bumped off his line. and He, he hits those guys out there at the three-point line, and they can – they can fly it, shoot it when they're on. Stanson Agee and Robert Wheeler, 21 points apiece for DeKalb County in the loss last night. And you mentioned the five seniors on your squad. Uh, most of these guys either starters or gave you quality minutes throughout the course of the season. Coach, what will you miss most about this senior class? Uh, you know, they're just great kids. You know, I, I, you know, on the other side of basketball, they're just great kids. And they're going to do some amazing things as, as young men and adults and um, you know, I'm just going to miss being around them. Uh, you know, I never had to worry about them getting in trouble or never had to worry about their grades or anything like that, you know, and they just did the right thing all the time. And, uh, you know, of course they're still kids, but man, they, uh, they're they just a, a joy to be around and I'm, I'm just going to miss being with them. The Cab County head basketball coach Joey Agee joining us on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, looking back on your first season as DeKalb County Tiger head basketball coach, the season as a whole probably didn't end the way you wanted it. Maybe overall record, not exactly what you expected. But uh, how would you best summarize the season overall for the DeKalb County Tigers? Yeah, you know, we started off really well. Felt like we were playing really well early, and then we kind of went. Uh, once we got to district play, it was, you know, up and down. And sometimes it was game to game. Sometimes it was quarter to quarter. Uh, and then we hit a real tough stretch here, at the, you know, at the last of the season. Of course, it always gets harder because you, you've played everybody once and they kind of know what you do and they scheme for that. But, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of things that I wish that I could do a different now. You know, it's always lessons learned as you go through it. But 
Um, you know, Coach Randolph and I've already started talking about things that we want to change for next year. Uh, you know, not only just, uh, you know, defensively and offensively, but just practice and some of those things that uh, we feel like that we could have done better as coaches. So, um, you know, I, Overall, I feel like that you know we had to learn a lot of lessons this year, and I hate it for the kids because uh, you know I felt like we were kind of learning on the fly. We got them late, uh, didn't get them till you know August, so we didn't get to go through summer camps with them or anything like that. So, uh, but yeah, you know there's there's a lot of things that we're going to change, but you know um, I thought the kids responded well to us coming there and and being there a little late, but. Uh, and they had they did a good job of kind of learning what we wanted them to do. You get a first team all district performer back next year, and Connor Close, who will be a senior. In fact, uh, you've got four juniors on this year's roster, and you mentioned some changes that you'll be looking to make next year. Where will it all begin, Coach? And kind of what uh, what do you look to guide the team in as the first step when the off season hits? Well, uh, you know we're going to have to look to Connor um, a lot early and. Until we get some of these other kids some experience in game time, big game situations. Um, those uh, those juniors are, you know, they've played here and there. Alex played quite a bit this year, uh, Antoniak. And, uh, uh, so, but, you know, we'll only have those two guys coming back with a lot of game experience. So uh, we'll have to rely on, on those two guys early just to kind of get our, get our feet wet. And, you know, that sophomore group I got coming – uh, from this year, we had some injuries in that group from some kids that I thought that uh, would have been able to help us this year. And Jordan Parker, and actually Jordan Jordan get, uh, played quite a bit last night. But um, and uh, Dallas Kirby, which you know broke his leg earlier in the preseason. So uh, we do have some guys coming back. And Seth Fusen, he he he's seen some playing time. John Hendricks seen some playing time. So we do have some kids that seen a little bit. But uh, just going to rely on them. Uh, hopefully, you know, this summer, going through summer camps, we can get them some uh, game experience and get them comfortable in what we want to try to do. So uh, we'll get – I told the guys, you know, we can't stop working. Um, it's going to be uh, a time for time for rest, and then we'll have to get back to, you know, figuring out uh, individually how we're going to get better. I know there'll be a lot of hard work being put in in this offseason, a full offseason to work with. DeKalb County head basketball coach Joey Agee, our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, uh, a good season, I think, for the Tigers, and uh, congratulations to your accomplishments this year, and uh, good luck on down the road. I appreciate it. The White County Warriorettes prepare to play Livingston Academy tonight at 8.30 over at Tennessee Tech in the semifinals of the District 7-3A tournament. Warriorettes coach Michael Dodgen joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, you went on Tuesday night over to Cap County, 87-62, to an impressive victory in that 4-5 matchup. Was your team firing on all cylinders in the win Tuesday night? Uh, I, I think yes and no. I thought we started off really, really well. Then we hit a lull there in the camp. You know, did a good job with, uh, you know, answering what we did. And, and Van Rankin had a pretty solid game for a kid of her stature. She is, uh, I've said this to numerous coaches, she's probably the MVP of a lot of AAA districts in the state of Tennessee if she didn't play in this district, but that's such good players too. Uh, she does a good job, good player, good kid. And, um, you know, then in the second half, we kind of took over a little bit with our inside game and, and, you know, Nia and Celeste just both had really good games on the, 
Tuesday night. Putting up 87 points, it would seem your offense certainly firing on all cylinders. Are you pleased with what you're seeing on that side of the ball? Yes, because uh, especially rebounding from what we did on Friday against Cumberland County where we shot 17% for the game and just didn't execute our offense very well. We stood around a lot and let Cumberland County dictate the pace of the game instead of us being aggressive on the offensive end of the floor. So us being able to score 87 points was was big for us on uh, Tuesday, and we we hope it carries over to uh, tomorrow night. That win, of course, as I mentioned, puts White County in the semifinal bracket with Livingston Academy. Those games originally scheduled for Thursday night with the uh, stormy weather that made its way through Middle Tennessee postponed and will be played on Saturday night, as I mentioned. Coach, you went 1-1 one one against Livingston during the regular season. What do you like about that matchup, and uh, what, what areas give you a little bit of pause, maybe some reservations? Well, I like the matchup. Of, you know, it's kind of similar. We kind of play similar styles a little bit. Uh, we're on a neutral floor now, you know, playing at Tech, and uh, – you know, it's it's just a different ball game there. Playing at Livingston Academy is extremely tough. And, you know, when they moved the games to Tech, it, you know, I'm not going to say to even the playing field a little bit, but it kind of helped it a little bit, too. You're not having to play on somebody's home floor. Uh, the negatives are Ellie Butler. Uh, she, she's a problem. Uh, she's a good player. She's a good kid. She works hard. She does everything. And your other problem is, is Leslie Riddle. Uh, one of the top coaches in the state of Tennessee going to have a game plan for us, I'm sure, uh, to try to change some things that we were able to do the first time or the second time that we played. You know, when we played them here at White County, uh, so it's going to be a good matchup. It'll be a good X and O's. You know, Leslie's one of the top coaches in the state, and, and she's going to work hard to have our team ready. We're speaking with White County girls head basketball coach Michael Dodgett on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you talk about playing at Tech, and that kind of does even the playing field somewhat. What uh, what do the players struggle maybe just a little bit, you know, from the beginning at Tech because it is different being a college gymnasium. Does it take them a little time to kind of get acclimated to that? Uh, I think so, yes and no, a little bit. Um, you know, that's what you have warm-ups for, pregame warm-ups. That's what you have your kids Walk in and out. Tech has a summer team camp there in the summer that you can go to, uh, you know, if you choose to do that and play some games on that floor. But, you know, it's just one of those things that is a little bit different. No other school in our area has the size and, and that stuff that that has. But it's a gym floor with goals that are 10 feet, free throw lines 15 feet. You know, everything at the end of the day is the same. It, it's just, honestly, Ty, it's going to be the team that, plays defense, the team that rebounds, and the team that limits their turnovers is going gonna, is gonna to have a shot to, to win this game and advance the championship game. Coach, last year we saw Upperman come from the number four seed to win the district tournament. In fact, they went on to win the state tournament. It, do you feel like it's a case, again, where anybody one through four can win this district tournament? And how do you figure the chances are that maybe two of the teams in 7-3A can make a run to state? Well, I'll be honest with you, Tom, and I know we've talked about this before. It, it's it's the best district in the state of Tennessee, hands down. I mean, our five, you know, this year, our five and six seeds are two really, really good basketball teams in DeKalb and Stone Memorial that in any given night would go in any other district and, and compete for a chance to win that district title. Um, our top four teams, obviously, have been ranked in the top ten of the AP poll all year. Uh, you know, a lot of people say that that poll doesn't matter, but it does matter. Um, that poll is, is a statewide poll, and for you to have four teams 
from the first pole to the last pole ranked in the top ten. That says a lot about your team. It says a lot about your coaches. It says a lot about the players in the in the Upper Cumberland. And you've been around Upper Cumberland basketball for a long time. This hasn't been a secret. This hasn't been something that just got invented last week. This has been going on for 30 and 40 years. Um, you know, and, and it continues every year. I do think that there are two teams that can come out of our district uh, and have a chance to compete for a state title. I do think that's extremely possible and, and not a, you know, just one of those dream goals. I think that's a very achievable goal for any of the teams in our district. Absolutely. And you're talking about four excellent basketball teams. Matchups really do make a difference when you look at these teams one through four. And they're going to give a lot of people problems on down the road moving into region play, substate, and uh, so forth. I would not be the least bit surprised to see two teams out of this district go to state again. And what's a shame is all four teams could be very good, four very good representatives at state. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Coach Michael Dodge and our guest here on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, enjoy the time, and uh, good luck to you against Livingston Academy on Saturday night. All right. Thank you, Tom. We'll have to make sure everybody takes a nap on Saturday afternoon with this uh, West Coast Pacific start time at <laughs> 8.30. Absolutely. So we look forward to seeing everybody. Coach Jermaine McIlvain and members of the Clark Range Buffaloes basketball team will join us live at Chick-fil-A when the high school playbook continues built by Mountain Barn Builders. Warriors and Cavaliers in action. Wildcats and Panthers on the prowl. We've got them covered. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. The season came to a close for the Clark Range Buffaloes earlier this week as they lost in the quarterfinal round of Red Boiling Springs 61-58 in a tough ball game. Coach Jermaine McIlvain and members of the Clark Range Buffaloes joining us live here at Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Coach, uh, a tough way to lose a three-point basketball game. Y'all have had a lot of close calls, it seems, during the course of the year. Uh, yes, sir, man. We've had game plans, you know, every every game that we went into. Um, you know, that last game we played, definitely had a good first half, very good first half. I think we were up two at halftime. Um, then we get kind of we went kind of cold in the third quarter as far as scoring. And then, you know, we got stops, but we couldn't score the basketball. And then it kind of created, you know, the separation, you know, to get to keep the momentum on our side. But, I mean, our guys keep battling. I mean, we were maybe down at one point, maybe 10 or so, maybe 12. And then we were bringing it back within three points, you know, to end the basketball game. So, I mean, you know, we've battled and fought all year long. And, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything else. How tough has this district been night in and night out? You've had three teams that have been ranked at times in the top ten in the state by the AP. How tough has it been this year? I mean, it's been pretty tough. Um, we knew it was going to be tough, you know, coming into it. But, I mean, that's, you know, it's part of the process. You know, the only way to get better is to play better basketball teams. And, like I said, my guys, they show up every single night. You know, we kind of – the Clay County game at home, I think it was our last home game, like, of the season. I think we played Clay County. And, I mean, we knew we could compete with Clay County, but we really wanted to give them all that we had. You know, we knew they were, like you say, top two or whatever the case may be. I mean, we kind of used that as, you know, like fuel to our ammunition, right. you know, just to come out ready. And we came out ready. I mean, we gave them a heck of a first half. And then, like I said, third quarter, kind of the same thing versus Red Bull and Springs, kind of lost the momentum, got stops on defensive end, but just couldn't score the basketball. And then the cushion slowly started happening. But... Again, I mean, the guys battle no matter what, you know, who we play, no matter where it's at. So that's what I love about this group right here. Records can be deceiving, and, and I know you took some bumps and bruises this year, but second year in a row, you've had a pretty young basketball team. What have you seen most in terms of overall growth from this group? And you're going to bring a lot of these guys back again next year. I mean, honestly, just the, you know, the team chemistry, the team camaraderie. You know, I mean, the guys have went through a lot this year. 
a lot of different adversity. Um, we've played a lot more games this year than we did last year, maybe about five to seven more basketball games. So, I mean, the experience is definitely going to be there um, all around. And just like I said, I mean, just, just knowing each other, you know, knowing the system, I know it's hard, you know, implementing things within, you know, a year, two years, you know, guys are still getting familiar with it, you know, still getting familiar with each other, trying to adjust, you know, accordingly, especially when you have different game plans, game strategies, night in and night out. But I mean, the guys just, I mean, they work hard, you know, they feed off of each other. I mean, we just believe in, you know, believe in each other and trust in the process. And like you said, I mean, our record doesn't say how good we are. You know, I mean, next year, the year after that, I mean, the years to come, I mean, we not have the best record right now, but again, like you said, it doesn't reflect who we are. But when the time does come to make that turn, make that switch, then obviously, you know, the, the district championships, the region championships, you know, the state appearances, you know, they'll speak for themselves. Let's talk to some of the players, members of the Clark Range Buffaloes basketball team. We'll start out with Christopher Beatty. And uh, Chris didn't want to go first, but he's going to end up having to go first. Christopher, let's talk about your individual game and some areas of growth that you've seen over the course of the season. This season is definitely leadership and just scoring and stuff for the most part. This is my biggest issue is consistency right now. Other than that, since last year my role stepped up as a leader, so that's the biggest growth. What are some things you do maybe to help in that area of consistency to where you come back next year as a senior, you maybe you'll be more consistent in your game? I keep a level head and like I remember when I was a freshman and sophomore, I looked up to the upperclassmen to see what what they were saying to me to help me. So I gotta keep that in mind that they look up to me, so I gotta keep that kind of mindset with them. So. Do you embrace that leadership role? Do you enjoy it? And are you more of a vocal leader or an on-the-court leader? I like the role, yeah. I'm pretty vocal at times, but <laughs> in certain times, I'm probably too vocal. <laughs> got to pick those moments, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you like to see other than consistency, maybe one area of your game you really want to take to another level next year? Definitely the mental aspect because I get mad pretty quick. So <laughs> if I could get that under control and play level-headed, then I think I'll help, help a lot. A couple of years, like I mentioned, of growing pains. What do you think this team can accomplish when you get on the court next year? Compared to this year and the previous years, I think next year will be totally different. Not totally different, but in a sense of how we played this past year because the team was pretty much fresh. Three freshmen starting, and you only got two returning players starting. So it's like a whole different team pretty much. Right. Next year, we'll have chemistry together. I feel like next year it'll be totally different. All right, Christopher Beatty joining us on the high school playbook. Lane Bird is next. and. Uh, uh, Lane, some areas of growth that you've seen in your game over the course of the season. Uh, I've definitely seen game in like my shooting game. Like my shooting's really got really like a lot better this year. Last year I really couldn't shoot, and then this year I started shooting a lot better. What do you do in practice to kind of help develop that shot? Do you take a certain amount of shots every day? How I've do you... definitely been shooting on the gun a lot. Okay. We have this, it's a machine that shoots the ball back at you. Yeah. You've been getting a lot of shots up. So you try to get, do you have a certain number you try to get up every day in practice? Uh, at least over 100. All right. So we want to try to refine that shot. Is that something you're going to work even more on before next year? Oh, yeah. Keep working on it for sure. What's this team like on the court, off the court? Is there a strong bond, a good camaraderie? There's definitely a strong bond. We all get along real good. Especially when we went to Florida and stuff, we were all just we we're like having a good time and stuff. We all get along good. I gotta ask the question: When you went to Florida, does it get distracting knowing you got to play basketball? But here's the beach and the ocean and all this fun stuff to do. Oh yeah, it's really <laughs> distracting, but it's really fun down there. You put basketball still business first, right? Oh yes, for sure. All right, want to thank you for joining us, Lane Bird. We've got uh, Collier Bush joining us next, and. Uh, Collier's one of the freshmen on our t on the team this year. Did you start this year, Collier? Uh, yes, sir. 
Started the whole year pretty much. Started the entire year. Talk about a step up coming in as a freshman on a high school team, maybe how that differs from junior high. Well, I mean, really hot speed and all that, um, athleticism. Uh, from middle school to high school, it changed a whole lot. Was that quite an adjustment? How long do you feel like it took you really to get adjusted? Really just summer camp, and then I was kind of adjusted and ready to go. They always say the biggest jump comes between your freshman and sophomore year in high school basketball. What do you want to work on this offseason to help your game improve? Uh, definitely get in the gym and work out a lot. Get stronger, bigger, yeah, faster? As far as things on the court like shooting or ball handling, things like that, what are some aspects you want to work on? Um, probably finishing because I didn't do much of that this year. I kind of shot more and got the ball down the floor and stuff. Now, these two other guys we just talked to, do you look to them for leadership on and off the court? Uh, 100%, yes, sir. Are they good leaders? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> That's a loaded question. You don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Next year, as you get ready for your sophomore year, and uh, the team, again, will take another step forward in, in the growth process, what do you think the team will be able to accomplish next year? Uh, I think we'll be a lot better next year for sure. We got all the freshmen playing this year, and I think we're going to be used to it by next year. And then we got Chris and Lane. And then we, we lose one senior, and that will be a loss for us. Right. But I think we'll be fine next year. We'll be good. All right. Collier Bush joining us on the high school play. But we got a manager with us today. We've not had an opportunity to interview a manager this season, but we're going to today, Jamison Young. Jamison, what is the most difficult part of being a manager for a high school basketball team? Uh, just trying to get everything in order for a game and stuff. Now, what are some things that you got to have prepared before the game starts? Uh, all the equipment, waters, towels, and ball rack for everybody. Now, this is not just a game night thing only. You do work all throughout the week, right? Oh, yeah. What are some things you do during the week, maybe during practice and such? Uh, just laundry, making sure all the jerseys and stuff are washed. How long have you been a manager with the team? Uh, just this year. This this year? Yeah. We, are, do you come back next year? Yeah. Will you, will you be excited about coming back next oh, year? Yeah. It's been do, you, fun. do you ever yell at these guys and tell them to play harder, do more? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> do they ever yell at you? Yeah. Sometimes? Definitely. <laughs> definitely. All right. Jamison Young, thank you for joining us this morning, guys. Coach, we'll come back to you real quick. And uh, uh, just, again, where, when will the offseason work begin? And what are some things you want to focus on during the offseason? Uh, offseason, I mean, I think we can't really do anything until maybe the end of February, you know, as far as TWSWA. But, I mean, we – a lot of them do track, um, so I'm going to you know, do that track stuff. But once they're done with track, we'll definitely get back in the gym, starting over with some, some team stuff, uh, definitely conditioning, you know, prepare for summer camp coming up. We had a pretty good summer schedule last week uh, – last year. It's during the summer. We played basically a season in about two and a half weeks, so we're definitely looking to do that same thing again, um, go to some – you know, places more like probably Nashville, you know, Knoxville, possibly, you know, looking to go towards the Memphis area a little bit just to get these guys some exposure, you know, and, and be ready for what's to come this season. Um, we're going to focus on basically the main thing I want to focus on this year is the small things, the intangibles. You know, I know we have offense. I know we have defense, but it's more like the small things that we have to really work on. So, I mean, we're going to work on the fine-tuning, the detail stuff that we need to work on. The small things basically that kept us from – putting a W in the W column this year is what we're going to work on this summer. Um, like Chris said, the mental health aspect of it, um, just the, the being mentally ready, mentally prepared for what's to come. Because I, I always tell them, you know, ever since the beginning of the year, every great team is going to have to go through something in order to get to where you want to go. So I want to make sure these guys are fully prepared for that, not just in basketball, but, I mean, just in life as well.
Absolutely. Well, Coach, we've already seen the hard work pay off and look forward to a big step being taken again next year. Coach Jermaine McElvain, Christopher Beatty, Lane Burke, Collier Bush, Jamison Young, all joining us at Chick-fil-A this morning. Coach, thank you for joining us and uh, looking forward to great things down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Stay with us. We'll be back with more. We'll have Tyler Sab, Van Buren County Girls Head Basketball Coach. We'll re- return to the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. No one covers your favorite high school teams like we do. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles will play for the championship of District 6-1A tonight. And that game scheduled for 6 o'clock against Whitwell. Coach Tyler Sapp joining us. On the high school playbook, Coach, uh, it's been a week since your team has played a basketball game. Has that week off been a good thing, or would you have liked maybe to have played sooner? Um, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword there. It's it's good because we had four games the last week of the regular season, so it was good to give us a rest and to be able to heal and uh, get a little. Because uh, we had, you know, we played Clark Rain, Dribble and Springs. Uh, you know, so we had we had some tough games in that week. So it's good to get us a little bit of a break. Um, but then also you don't want to be getting into a lull of, oh, man, we ain't played in so long, or it's right straight into the district championship game. So, you know, if it works out, then it's great. And if it don't, then it's not, you know. So, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things you got to work around. Now, Coach, you were talking about that last week being very busy, and you did have some tough games in there. You wrapped up district. Plus, as you mentioned, Clark Range and Red Boiling Springs in there. What are some things your team was doing down the stretch? You won six in a row, as a matter of fact, to close out the regular season. What are some things you really like about what your team is doing right now? Um, I, I just feel like we, like, especially not the Clark Range and Red Boiling Springs game, You know, we come in with a sense of urgency, with a sense of purpose. We started both of the games off really really strong and i think that's a big point of emphasis for us going forward is just starting each game off as strong as we possibly can and uh you know we've been rebounding the ball well been uh you know executing our plans very well and you know that's things you need down the stretch here so i think that's what we've been doing very very well Coach, you will catch either South Pittsburgh or Whitwell in the championship game. You went 2-0 against South Pitt and uh, went 1-1 one one against Whitwell. What are some things about each of those teams that, that you are concerned about, regardless who you do meet in the championship game? Um, well, the thing about concern with South Pitt is it's at South Pitt, you know, so um, anytime you get, anytime, you know, you got to go play somebody on their home floor, it can be a little dicey. Um, with Whitwell, I mean, you know, they've got two really, really, really good players. Um, that we've done a, the first game that we beat them, we've done a really good job of stopping them. Um, the game they beat us, we got into fast and foul trouble and let Courtney, Courtney Zinson go, go crazy on us. So, um, you know, I, point of emphasis for us there is just to stop their two main players and try not to get in foul trouble in the process. And then I think we'll be all right either way. We're speaking with Coach Tyler Sapp, the head basketball coach of the Van Beer County Lady Eagles on the high school playbook, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, only a three-team district this year. Has that been something that's kind of helped you in being able to step out and play all kinds of different team styles and things like that? Or do you wish you had a bigger district and a little more competition from that aspect? Um, I see it, you know, I see it both ways. Like, it's good for us that we've been able to – because, like, we – uh, we've got to play Red Bull and Springs at home and home this year because Richard Hardy 
didn't have a team, you know. So um, that was a tough game for us, but we got to go play both times. It's hopefully going to help us here in the in the long run. But then, you know, you get you get into like the little things of having a three team district where you've got um, like the district awards and stuff like that. It just it's kind of it's kind of weird and awkward three peat with three teams and I don't know. Um, obviously, I wish we had four or five, six teams in a district, um, and that would make everything a whole lot easier because. You know, in years past, we everybody just went to the region, and it was kind of like you weren't, you know, you were just guaranteed to go to the region, you know, and it's kind of not rewarding, I guess, in that sense. But it is what it is. There's only so much we can do about that. Absolutely. Coach, I mentioned you won six straight, 10 of your last 11, and 13 of your last 15. Do you feel like this team is playing as good a ball as it has all season as you do get ramped up for postseason play? Yeah, I mean, definitely the last week of the season, you know, if, when, anytime you can beat Clark Range and Red Bull and Springs in back-to-back nights, I think, I think you're playing pretty good basketball. And that's, and that's what we want to be doing right now as tournament time starts, is just playing the best basketball that we can. Van Buren County racked up at the recent 6-1A uh, superlatives meeting. Layla Bolden named the most valuable player. Coach Sapp, uh, congratulations to you on being named Coach of the Year. And you had three players named All-District and Kara Mills. Uh, Emily Allen and Greta Rigsby. Uh, what would you like to say about your all-district performers? I know you got to be pretty proud of those young ladies. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, this is Layla's first uh, MVP though, or MVP award for the district. Um, you know, she's she's a heck of a player. Um, the You know, her, her, and, her and the other girl are right there neck and neck, too. I mean, they have been for years, so I'm just very, very happy for her that she was able to get it this year. And then, uh, you know, Kara's a freshman, uh, played very, very big for us, so that's a big honor for her to get. Greta's a senior. Uh, anytime you can get an all-district award, that's good. And then I'm happy for Emily, you know, coming back from knee surgery and able to uh, and able to be on the all-district team is big. And then, you know, thank you for about the Coach of the Year award. Absolutely. Doing a fantastic job this season. Right now, Van Buren County sitting at 18-8, and eight, and they're getting ready to play in the District 6-1A Championship coming up later on tonight at uh, 6 p.m. between Whitwell or South Pittsburgh. Coach Tyler Sapp, our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, thanks for the time, and uh, good luck in the district championship. Uh, thank you. Back with more from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive as the High School Playbook continues, presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Where the coaches hold their pre- and post-game meetings. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. constraints today we will have our interview with Cumberland County boys head basketball coach Taylor Denny posted online you can find that at ucsportsnation.com let's take a look at the schedule of games in district tournaments that are coming up tonight district 6-1a it will be the Van Buren County Lady Eagles taking on Whitwell in the championship of the district 6-1a girls tournament that game tips off at 6 p.m. at South Pittsburgh High School It'll be followed by the boys' championship. Number one seeded Van Buren County will take on the second seed, South Pittsburgh. That game tentatively scheduled to tip tonight at 7.30. Quarterfinals in the boys' uh, boys district 7-1A. We'll have number one Clay County taking on number four Red Boiling Springs tonight at 6. That game at Jackson County High School to be followed by second seeded Gordonsville against number three seed Pickett County at 7.30. Again, quarterfinals of the District 7-1A Boys District Tournament at Jackson County High School coming up later on tonight. 
in uh, the quarterfinal round, or I should say the semifinal round of the District 5 to a boys tournament. It'll be top-seeded York Institute taking on fifth-seeded Sequatchie County. That game 6 o'clock tonight at Monterey High School. Second-seeded Jackson County will battle third-seeded Monterey. That game tonight at 7.30. Again, the District 5 to a boys quarterfinals, those games at Monterey High School. In District 7-3A on the girls' side, second-seeded Upperman will play third-seeded Cumberland County. 7 o'clock tonight at Tennessee Tech's Hooper Eblen Center. It'll be number one seed Livingston Academy following up with a game against fourth-seeded White County. That game at 8.30. Again, District 7-3A girls' semifinals, and those will be played tonight at Tennessee Tech. The boys' championship and consolation games in the District 6-4A tournament tonight. The consolation game will feature third-seeded Coffee County against fourth-seeded Shelbyville. That game at 6 o'clock, while top-seeded Warren County will battle second-seeded Franklin County in the championship at 7.30. Those games tonight will be played at Coffee County High School. And in District 9-4A on the girls' side in the semifinal round, top-seeded Cookville will meet Mount Juliet this evening at 5 p.m., and the Cookville Cavaliers also in action today. Their game a little bit earlier. The third-seeded Cavs will take on second-seeded Lebanon. That game at 3.30. The other games, Lebanon-Green Hill. Girls' action will start at 2 p.m. That will kick off all the action today at Cookville High School. That followed by the Lebanon-Cookville boys game. Then the Cookville-Mount Juliet girls game at 5 p.m. And the Green Hill-Wilson Central game tonight at 6.30. And again, all of those games in District 9-4A will be played at Cookville High School. Special thanks to Coach Mike Buck and members of the Stone Memorial Lady Panthers team for joining us today. Coach Jermaine McElvain and members of the Clark Range Buffaloes, Coach Michael Dodgen, Coach Joey Agee, Coach Taylor Denny, and Coach Tyler Sapp. Our studio producers, Jake Wallman, our on-site producers, Elizabeth Fortune, and for the High School Playbook from Chick-fil-A, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders, constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now, ucsportsnation.com.